are listening to Video Games to the Max. Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. I'm your host, Sean Garmer. Here with me today, he's back! Mark Morrison is here. Howdy. How are you? Uh, I'm alright. Making it. So, you know, after all this time of your recovery of ankle surgery and everything, how, you know, how, what do you, what would you say of your experience? I uh, don't get it. <laughs> don't get help it. it. <laughs> Or, or if you do get a new newer laptop before we go in, <laughs> all right. So you don't have to miss anything there when you're, um, yeah. When you're, so you had to be in the hospital for what, like a month, and then uh, hospital for two weeks, uh, rehab, which we can get into in a bit, for like two, like three weeks, and then my mom's house for like a month and a half. Wow. Yeah, that is definitely. Uh... Big experience there. So, like, you got the the whole cage thing taken off, and then you got a cast, right? Yeah, I had a uh, something called an external fixator or a halo on my ankle for halo, like yeah. uh, nine weeks, and then yeah, I got the cast on uh, like a week and a half ago, and then like two or three days into it, I'm like, all right, I'm going home. <laughs> all right, well, I'm just uh, glad that you are here. Um, you know, just to be. You know, straight with everyone. It doesn't mean that all the the interviews and having the guests are going to end. You know, um, no, I I, I sat in yeah. for like a minute on one of those. That was okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm still planning to make sure we we have people. It was fun to have different people on each week and get to know sure. more people around our our community, our, our our like our whole sphere of other content creators that also talk about video games and not you know. A lot of people that like want to jump all the way to the top and oh let me go try to get some of the you know big dogs and it's like hey there's people that are there, that. <laughs> you know that that are also doing great stuff and uh, thank you to everybody that was on throughout all this time uh that mark was out so that being said uh we do have things to talk about for this show um mark has his review of AEW fight forever um i'll Talk about playing the Russell Quest demo. So we got two wrestling games to talk about here. Mark has some other stuff he's been playing, uh, some cool games that he's able to find in places. And Sony finally signed that deal with with Microsoft for the ten year exclusivity for for Call of Duty or not exclusivity, sorry, to keep it on PlayStation. And then some other things that have been going on that doesn't involve that whole merger talk as well, including whatever Game Pass core is and a whole lot more we'll get into that all right well yes let's uh go ahead and get this thing rolling with of course how we know this starts with a little bit of the housekeeping and if this is your first time listening your hundredth time listening we do appreciate you always and of course if you follow like subscribe here video games to the max on the youtube channel not only do you get what uh we do here you get the movie podcast, Sammy Hollywood, from the Radlitzer Broadcasting folks, which right now, actually, while we're recording this, they're doing the Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 review, so that will be there. Uh, if you're looking for the newest episode, we're doing that episode. will be there, too. Tata Keiki is also doing their newest episode, the first episode of the summer anime, 2023 summer anime, so they'll have a new show as well. 
Uh, Chapter Selects had a couple of new episodes. They uh, reviewed the Prince of Persia movie um, and a few other ones as well. Y'all can go check out. So Randy and Jens have been doing awesome stuff there. So plenty of stuff for you to go watch or listen to. And I did mean listen. You can still go catch us video games to the max on the podcast side. Uh, wherever it is you listen to podcasts, go subscribe. Give us a review over there. There's links in the description here. Uh, you can go hit, and those help out a lot so that, you know, we keep raising up the rankings. If you want to let us know whether it's negative or positive, what you think, that also is a great help, too. So, um, you know, go and, go and do that. That would be uh, really nice. So that being said, let's let's get into this here, Mark. Um, you have uh, quite a few things you've been playing, namely yep. that um, AW game. That's... Yeah, we got the code like three weeks ago or four weeks ago, and it didn't have a PS5. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, I guess I'll, I know what I'll be playing when I first get home. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I've had it, but Final Fantasy 16 also came at the same time, so I was like, I can't play both, and I'm technically reviewing 16, you made, so... You made the wrong yeah. choice. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, I played a little, like, a little bit of it. Um, yeah. You said you finished the story mode. Which is yeah, at least like the time. main mode of that game. Yeah. What do you think of it? Obviously, it's not as fleshed out as I guess some of these WWE ones or whatever. But yeah, but that's not a bad thing because I mean, yeah. this thing can you, you can knock this thing out in like three hours. It doesn't take you know fifteen. Or okay, 20. so it's only three hours, right? Yeah. Uh, it's like they say it's a full year. I think or that's what they're trying to simulate. But it's like it goes by really quickly. Uh, and it's basically like four three-month chunks of storyline that, like, the first one is, like, Malachi Black. Uh, I mean, do, do you know AEW much or no? I mean, I know the ones that went from WWE to AEW, okay. but I don't know, like, I don't watch AEW on the regular or anything like that, yeah. Yeah, the second one is uh, storyline, or second, like, chunk is, like, this group called Death Triangle. Uh, third is, like, Kenny Omega. And the fourth was the fourth didn't really have one. It was more like just you surviving like a bunch of uh cheap matches or like one against three matches or one you know fatal four way matches. <laughs> uh you played as uh, CM Punk, right? You said no. So that's one of the oh. weird things is you can select a you can select a, a like a wrestler from the mode, but you can't edit them. Like you're like, oh, you get skill points or you get, you know, this stuff. And it's like you go in the you go in like the, you know, customized wrestler. And it's like, well, you're not supposed you can't do that at all. And it's like, well, this is dumb. Like, well, I thought you could take in your customized wrestler. No, you can't. But that's the only way to like use the use like the skill points. Like the original wrestlers, like, you know, CM Punk or Kenny Omega or whoever, you can't customize, I don't think. Or at least it wouldn't let me do right. that. So yeah, only the creative wrestlers you can customize. Uh, but yeah, the first match is was hysterical because it's a battle royale. Yeah, the casino uh, battle royale thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was like my second match playing ever. Like I did like one training match, kind of, which is not there's no mm -hmm. training mode in the game, which is a right. detriment, I think. Uh, and I picked CM Punk, and I won the battle royale. And it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> Like I, I did it very cheaply because I just kept like doing a super move and throwing everyone out, but it was hysterical. And then 
you know, I used my created wrestler and I, I got eliminated like fourth. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, it's good to know that it does matter, like which. Um... Yeah. So in in the game, the story mode, there are hidden, and then there are visible choices. Invisible choices are like, hey, do you want to do you want to join this death triangle stable? Yes or no? And I picked no for the first run, so it's like, okay, now they're my enemies and trying to like wreck my shit. But I assume if I picked yes, you know, would have altered altered it somewhat. But, like, the, there are hidden variables, like, when and how you get eliminated, or I think it's more like when you get eliminated in the Battle Royale, that, like, doesn't really tell you, like, if you should go the distance or not. Right. Uh, it it kind of depends on the branch that you're going to go on. Yeah. yeah. So, there, I mean, I looked up, there are a bunch of, there are a few hidden characters, and it's like, oh, to unlock uh, Brody Lee, I think that was his name. Right. Uh like you have to do like a bunch of like very specific stuff and it's like, wow, like the game doesn't tell you this at all. Like, so I'm glad someone figured it out or, you know, some guy did it because it's like, Oh, pick this choice and then lose this match and then win these four matches or whatever. It's like, wow, I would have never figured that out. Yeah. It's kind of like how, uh, no mercy and WrestleMania 2000, they did stuff like that. Yeah. You can unlock characters by doing certain things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you played a match of it. What did you? How did you find the combat? If uh, to me, it was fun. Like it felt like those old games. Uh, they even used the same momentum meter and everything, which is, uh, you know, so, that's a, that's a testament to it. So I'm I'm kind of mixed on the combat, and like it's fine, uh, but every match, I basically only ever got like three stars or maybe like three and a half stars. Because it, it grades you based on like HP, some something else, and then like match or like uh, move variability, and it's like I only have a certain number of moves, and I'm trying to I've I've done them all, and I still get like a C out of this. So why not? Like the game doesn't explain how can I do this better, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, and I I wouldn't I would never think I would actually say this. I think I actually preferred the counter system in a WWE game to this one. Oh, wow. Be- because that game just has one counter button and it shows you or tries to tell you when to press it. This game has two, like one for strikes and then one for grabs or holds. And it's kind of a crapshoot about when you're supposed to do it. <laughs> and even <laughs> even when you get even when you get in a grapple, like you still have like a like because you can be grappled into like a submission or a, you know, grapple move or a strike so it's like okay you can grant you can counter those as well uh but it's not it's never really explained well uh well yeah i've kind of heard that um there's it's certainly lacking in things like it's lacking in modes I, and see you know people are complaining about that who cares yeah. you know think about like the last wwe game there's a 30 modes and you don't play 28 of them so or 28 million well, match price. Okay, but they also didn't release this at a budget price either. They're expecting you to pay the 60 or even $70 uh, for this. So, like, yeah, that's but a I think, tag, you know? I, I think unlike WWE, like, they're not going to make a fight for forever two next year. You know, they will actually support this one, presumably for quite a while. So that yeah, helps. you would think so. Uh, you know, and as, you know, if you like AEW as a you know, franchise or, you know, company, then you'll, you'll buy it. I mean, the, re- the roster is outdated, but 
you know, so what? I have some WWE games too. Yeah, I know. I mean, this one's pretty, this one's more outdated than most because of how long it took, but it's still fine. You know, I still know some people, even though I don't, I've never watched AEW in my life. Uh, the two things I'll kind of comment on one, it has these weird mini games in it that I kind of like, but they're just so odd. It feels like, it, like they belong in the Yakuza game. And then it's like, oh, right. <laughs> Kenny Omega worked on this. And he yeah. likes those Yakuza games. So that's why there's fucking a baseball mini game in this AEW game. <laughs> uh, there's at least like nine or ten of these mini games in this. And it's like, wow, okay. Like, sure, why not? And some of them are dumb. Right. Uh, but some are okay, you know. But it's more variety uh, than So, like, you'd say, okay, there's a baseball one, and, like, what else? Let's see. There's a trivia game, which I knew nothing about. You know, I'm trying to Google this shit at the time, you know, pausing the game <laughs> and going, like, oh, yeah. what happened in this match, you know, two, three years ago? Uh, there's, like, a rhythm game, like, or, like, Simon, you know, Simon Says, or, like, Parappa the Rapper. Uh, there are a few games where it's, like, Mario Party games, kind of. Where it's like, oh, run around the ring and collect these chips. But if you get hit by a bomb, you get knocked out temporarily. Or you have a team member and they're trying to collect these eggs uh, to run, like, collect an egg and run it back to your base. But you can also knock out the, or you can throw the egg at the other team, the enemy team, and they'll get, like, temporarily knocked out. Uh, there's, like, one that's, like, you have two different photos. They're, they're supposed to be the same, but, like, one difference. So it's, like, pick the different, you know, spot the difference. There's one that's like you have a, you, you get a photo and it's like find Orange Cassidy, and I'm like wait who's that dude? And then it's like oh, okay this looks like <laughs> like like Ginger John Cena. <laughs> yeah. Without the like, wait a minute who's Orange Cassidy again? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah the baseball one. Uh, there was like one or two others that are like interesting. It's like okay sure, but you can't really select like there's like a mini game mode from the menu but you can only select like three like three types and it's like there are more than three types in this thing like why can't i select them all yeah that's that's uh definitely different the the other two things i'll quickly mention the story mode is fine uh they're really the game doesn't have a lot of voice acting that's part of the budget problem the entrances are kind of awful also uh but like the story mode writing is pretty good actually and there are some weird logical glitches, I would say, but it still holds up better than like that WWE game. Like the first chunk, you win the WWE or you win the AEW Tag Championship, and then it's like never mentioned again. And it's like, huh? Okay. <laughs> and the last thing is okay, targeting in these games is always bad, especially like when you have more than one other wrestler in the game. Right. Or in the in the round rather. So it's like there's a menu option that's like player indicators. And it's like, okay, that would be helpful. Only I'm on the PS5 version and it's like blocked off. And I found it during the match and I'm like, this would actually be nice because I could see who I'm focusing on. And like it just won't turn on. Oh, and you have weird. to like go to like the main menu and turn it on. And it's like, why the fuck would you do this? Like there's like a handful of menu options that you think would should be available during the round or during the match that you just can't turn on. 
And I said, this is really weird. And I asked my friend about it because he's playing the Xbox version. And it, he didn't, I don't think he knew what I was talking about. But he it was like, well, are you, on this, are you on the updated version? And I'm like, well, I have a digital copy, so I assume so. You know, like. Yeah. But, yeah, it's odd. I, you know, if I was going to give it like a score ranking, I'd probably say seven, maybe eight. The the last second to last match is hysterical, and the last match is also like funny in a, in a bad way, kind of, because I bought like the super steroid stimulant or whatever, so I wrecked everyone's shit instantly. Yeah, like I had full super meter for the entire match, so I like I was giving stuff yeah. to everyone. Like, There's the Yakuza influence again. Yeah. Yeah. And like it has a good creator creator wrestler mode. It's not as in depth as WWE's, but right. Now, I, I, I think people be, shouldn't have expected that. Yeah, I, I think it it actually has a pretty in depth uh, part for like moves, but not the you know visual gaudy aspects. But it's like I don't care. Right, you won't be able to like create people that you know like you would. Yeah, like you can't you create can't like games. Kurt Angle or you know yeah. or whoever you want. But it's like eh, they're not trying to do that. And you couldn't really do that in those old games either. So they got to have a collection of parts, and you got to have Mr. Potato Head someone. <laughs> Let me ask That's you, though. Yeah. Like, is male on female wrestling, like, a big thing in AEW? They tried it for a while. Okay. Because, um... like, the third chunk is, like, uh, the Kenny Omega and this woman, I don't know her name. They called her, like, the alien goddess or alien something. I think her name is like Chris Statlander or something along those lines. And like one of the matches was like me against him and her. And I was like, this is interesting because WWE games, you cannot do that at all. <laughs> like, Yeah, no, they tried to to do that just to, because, you know, that's been a thing, I guess, underground and indie wrestling of, oh, we're going to try to prove that the women can wrestle just as good as the men and all that stuff. But it's the whole Yes, they can, but it's the whole believability, the believability aspect of it. Of we're gonna do we do we want to take the whole realism out of everything to say okay, yes, this is fine because it's wrestling or not, you know? Just create thirty China clones and it'll be all done. <laughs> yeah. Also, like the blood in this game is like really great, but yeah, that's one of the reasons why they fought. They had the issue with not getting the teen rating or whatever because they wanted the blood. So yeah. Makes it's sense, cool. and are the I mean, are the the barbed wire matches and all that fun? Or you didn't? I did. I don't think I. I haven't tried the exploding barbed wire match, but I did one called like Lights Out, I think. And everyone had a weapon, and that was about it. And I, I won that match like super quickly for some reason. Like within like thirty seconds, I just hit this guy twice with the trash can and just won it. I, I'm playing in easy mode, so that's probably why. But even easy mode, there's some matches that are like really are not super hard, but can be a little tough. Yeah. Especially when you have like three guys trying to pounce on you. It's like, this is not fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I would say good game. You know, not the best wrestling game, but it's a solid first outing. And if they want to build on it, they have a good framework. Or, I mean, if they want to make a new one down the road, they can do that also. <laughs> but it should not be a yearly game at all. <laughs> Yeah, I would hope that they take their time uh, before they even think about doing the yearly thing. Like, make yeah. sure you get 
everything that you want in these games and have a great game first. Like, have it review well. Have it be the, oh, this is the pinnacle of what wrestling games need to be now. And I'll, Like, actually be able to compete with the WWE games before you go, oh, hey, let's just uh, make it yearly at WWE games. They can be yearly because they're WWE, right? I, but... I- yeah. I do think it's interesting. There's no real ranking in this game, or like you know, it's not like, oh, Kenny Omega's rating is 99, but CM Punk's is only 96 or anything like that. Like everyone kind of starts baseline or starts fresh. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So they. Don't I, have I think like a... if you, I mean, like CM Punk, I keep bringing him up because he's like the one guy like I played. He does have like a rating, like a stat rating, but it's not really visible like on the character select. It's more like the mm-hmm. like the you know the story mode. So, yeah, I think it, I think they're trying to be like say like everyone is pretty pretty equal, except some some of the bigger guys like you can't knock them down well like Paul White. Oh, and that I was like, makes yeah, kind of makes yeah. sense. Yeah, Paul Paul White is big show if some folks yeah. don't know the reference. Uh, so the giant. Yeah, any, yeah. Anything else you uh, want to mention about the game before? Oh no, not about that. Uh, yeah, just need right, more. Well, I would say, mm-hmm. Oh, that's good because my the only other game I played is a is a wrestling game. I was just kind of like before we go into other stuff. Um, sure. How many super kicks are you doing that one? <laughs> I don't know because you can't. Uh, you don't. You only get to play with like I guess four characters in the demo. So um, by the time you're listening to this, I don't know because uh, the same thing happened with Steam Next Fest, where some of the demos stay around the entire time, some of the demos yeah. go away. So I don't know if uh, by the time you're listening to this, that Xbox demo fest thing will be have ended. Uh, and Russell Quest was one of the demos uh, that was available as a part of that. And I got to play it. It's actually pretty short. I think it's like uh, like an hour or maybe hour and a half at the most. Um, yeah. So you play most of it's as uh, Randy Muchacho, uh, which obviously... Uh, they have a lot of inspiration for uh, Macho Man. He has a big old statue there where uh, they they talk about him and everything. Uh, give him a bunch of glory. He's obviously, you know, naming himself after that and everything. Uh, I do appreciate that he's trying to be Latino. They obviously have some stereotype kind of stuff in there too. But the game is is a it's an RPG uh, with wrestling, which is. Two things that I think in my mind or as a, you know, big wrestling, used to be a big wrestling fan and a big RPG fan, be like, man, could they ever do something like that? And this is turn-based. And somehow for me, it actually works. The only thing I will say is I want to see how this goes when you get the full game and how much you're actually, you know, wrestling. Um or having, you know, the fights or, or battles or whatever, because, and, and how quickly are you going to learn different moves, which they call gimmicks in this game, because yeah. it's a lot of the same strategy over and over. Now, again, I don't know, because uh, part of it's a storyline, right? So like the storyline you're playing, uh, one of the storylines you play, you only play two storylines here. One of them is like, you're the up and coming guy that wants to be the champion. He wants to be the best one, which is the, you know, Randy Machado. Randy Muchacho, and he starts out as the he's in his own like training in a gym, 
and he's sort of like the the guy that the the trainer kind of leans on to teach the other guys or whatever and then you kind of go through a tutorial with that too they have a little mini game that you play when an entrance happens which is interesting you have um you cut promos before matches which that allows your hype meter to go up or down depending on what you select so they added in a lot of the stuff that you would see in a wrestling game and trying to make it an rpg um it's just i wonder how thin all that stuff is going to wear or are they going to change it up enough between the different characters that you play where you don't feel it because i do worry about like okay at first you have to do strikes and then eventually you're going to do gimmicks well it gets to the point where I guess it's kind of like most RPGs. You only have a certain amount of moves. So you're eventually going to repeat moves when you get into like the boss battles or, or whatever. But I mean, it does have the number go up, the levels, you get levels, you get moves, you get experience, you get items, you get everything. You're literally walking around. There's chests that you're grabbing. There's a world map where you find stuff and you go to different little locales and stuff. I mean, like they really did RPG this thing. And um, they have NPC characters. Like, I really appreciate that they went, like, full on with this. Um, they didn't try to, like, oh, we're going to give you some of the touchstones of what an RPG is of, like, back in that era of, like, 16, 8-bit kind of thing. The the character gets super small when you go on the world map and stuff. So, like, it's, I, I, I'm, I was happy with it when I was done. I was surprised with how short it is. Um, but I, I think I'm going to have fun with it when it comes out. I, August 8th, it got uh, pushed back to. So it's coming out in less than a month now. And it has a lot of, as, as you saw in the trailer, if you're watching, a lot of tra- a lot of legends from back in the day in the 80s. So if you're a big uh, old WWE fan, you're going to recognize a lot of people there. So um, yeah. I definitely think that it's, it's worth the, like, Look, taking a look at it if you're a wrestling fan because I think that's it's going to be fun. Uh, I just have that one worry about it of like, is it going to eventually get to the point where there's not enough mixing up in the battles or in the quests because there's side quests and stuff like that uh, to to kind of push you through. But it looks like there's going to be a lot of fun in there. My worry would be is how long are the summons going to be? Yeah, there are summons as well. You're right. <laughs> so, yes. How long are they going to be? That's a uh, thing. So uh, a lot of credit to uh, Hat Studios for, for, for that thing and for putting as one of the those demos on the Xbox thing. That's... So I know you've been playing other stuff, Mark. Um, I've had a lot of people come on here and talk about Diablo 4. What okay. is what, your... What have what they what said? Is your, or... Well, everybody likes it. Everybody, everybody uh, says it's probably going to be like one of their top games for game of the year or whatever. So... Where do you fall on that? Are, are you in the same kind of... Yes and no. I like it, but it has some issues. I'm, at the moment, I'm level 63 or 64. Okay. So, like, I beat the game. I have two characters going right now. One is with the ends and one is without. And okay. because he's, like, a huge slacker, but also, like, super OCD, we haven't played a ton. But, like, when you do play, he wants to do, like, every little side thing ever. <laughs> so we're like over leveled to an, but to don't those things help you yeah but it, it helps you get the horse first <laughs> to like yeah. get the hell around the world uh so we're like level 40 and it only in like act two or you know like 
we finish like the first act and you can there's not like a it's not like act one leads to act two leads to act three you kind of just do whatever you want but like we haven't touched most of the main story because <laughs> we've just been doing side shit uh but have you gotten through more than yeah, you by yourself or yeah so with his with him i created a sorcerer and on my own i created a necromancer uh and i beat the i already beat the game i beat it in the hospital uh no, I, beat it, I think I beat it at my mom's house, actually. Uh, and then, yeah, when I got home, I've been playing it pretty much every day on my PS5. So that was one fun issue, is my gaming laptop is six years old and can barely run that game anymore. <laughs> like, I would load, I would have to, like, l- close everything else down and then load it up. And then even then, it was still, like, hitching up constantly or occasionally freezing. Uh, so it was a nightmare. So when I got home, I'm like, oh, my God. I can play it correctly now. Like the horse actually works. Uh, yeah, it doesn't slow down every step that you're taking. Yeah, or yeah, the yeah. horse basically would like jitter constantly because the game just can't keep up on my laptop. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's good. Like once you beat the game, I mean, I beat the game when I was like level forty-five, I think, or maybe like forty-three or forty-two or something. Whenever, or let's just say forty-five. From then on, it's like okay, get up to tier three you have to beat like the capstone dungeon level 50 and then from 50 to 70 you're, you're supposed to get to level 70 to 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 clear the capstone dungeon to get to to get to tier four which is like the last tier and i say okay but there's not a ton of new content here so i'm just redoing the same shit over and over ad nauseum <laughs> like if it, i'm just redoing nightmare dungeons and getting the world tree crap and it's like this is wearing a touch thin. <laughs> uh, are are I, you going to do the seasonal? No, thing? because it, that never makes sense to me. Like you, I play games to like power up one character. I don't want to have like fifty of them running around, you know. And it it's already hard up. enough to do it one time. You'd have to do it all. The yeah, I'm I'm doing different. it twice with Yens whenever he wants to actually play, which is very rarely. So it's like yeah, mm-hmm. like it, I'm I'm having a problem switching between two characters, let alone. It had a barbarian or druid or something for you had right uh but yeah i i do like it quite a bit i don't like the look of it at all though uh i like diablo 3 a lot more and diablo 3 also had way better like dungeon design the dungeons in this game are so damn boring that really does not help me matters at all it's always do one of like five things in the dungeon, which is like rescue people, kill kill certain like certain specific enemies, kill all the enemies, or find this st- stupid crap. Do that part. Go to like the next room or the next big area of the dungeon, and then do it all again. And that's it. Like that is really it. Wow, that doesn't. And then do the boss. I mean, if there is one. Sometimes there's not. Just but it's like yeah, this isn't. Not not fun, or you know. This, I mean, it's fun for the first forty or fifty times to do it, but after a while, I just kind of see the same thing over and over. <laughs> right. But yeah, I like it. You know, good story. Uh, well, an okay story. Uh, but yeah, it's good. <laughs> that's. I mean, eh, that's that's the important part. Is that I, it's good. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think it'd be like my game of the year, but I wouldn't begrudge anyone who said it was. You know. <laughs> Yeah, there's going to be the people that maybe you have someone to play it with consistently that for you it's more about that time that you're spending with a friend or Yeah, that would help. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that kind of came, you know, Street Fighter also came out around, you know, same week. I got that. Then, I haven't even yeah. played it yet, though. Uh, I got Jedi Survivor. I only played, like, the first hour of it because I wanted to finish yeah. up AEW first. Uh, mm-hmm. I got a copy of Zelda, but I haven't played that at all. And that's I fine. got the, cl- <laughs> I got the, cl- well, I got the collector's edition and it showed up like used. And I was like, I'm that's pretty sure amazing. Like, I'm pretty sure I selected new here. Way to go, Amazon. Yeah. Uh, the, the two things I'll mention, I guess, I bought a game called No Time from the Steam sale. And it is like, it's not uh, pixel based, but it's kind of, I don't want to say it looks like Minecraft, but it is like very simplistic looking kind of. But it is like a Back to the Future simulator. Back to the Future soon. Like interesting. You're in a you're in a DeLorean. You have to put nuclear material in it. You can travel in and out of the time stream. You know, if you go past eighty eight miles per hour, it's uh, it's kind of wild. It's cool, but it's like you know, it's not like oh this this is a super detailed game or anything. <laughs> uh, the the other the retro crack I bought also was. Parasite Eve 2. All right. Which is good. It's a win right there. Yeah. Uh, Air Guys, a, a complete copy of that. Yeah, so, you showed that to me. That's pretty great. Yeah. Not only the best wrestling game, but the best Final Fantasy game. Uh, if people don't today, know what that is, that's sort of like the Final Fantasy fighting game. Yeah. It's like 3D. Yeah. It's like an arena fighter. Uh, PS1. Yeah. Before Dissidia existed. Yeah. I mean, it's better than Dissidia. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the PSP ones were good. I don't know about the. We both didn't like the the PS4. Not even one. the PSP ones because they were like, oh, you have to like damage your opponent's armor to like make them vulnerable. I was like, this is dumb. Like uh, today, like just a few hours ago, literally, I picked up a copy of uh, Cannon Spike. What is you that? that? You <laughs> no. know what that is? I okay. saw the I saw that your post, but I don't know what the heck that is. <laughs> Okay, it is a it is a Dreamcast game. It is it's like almost like Geometry Wars or like Super Smash TV, but it's a little more isometric. But you play as various Capcom characters going through environments and like shooting in a three sixty degree, uh, you know, way. So like the main characters are like Cammy, Charlie, Arthur, Mega Man, one of the Mega Man. It's an expensive game. Uh, I've only very rarely seen it for sale. I mean, it ain't the most expensive game, but it's you know top ten. Uh, so, yeah, I'm happy to have it. <laughs> That's cool. I yeah, wanted I it for a while. You... This one damn store, this media store, had that's like the number one game I've always wanted for Dreamcast, and they had my number two game also, which was Project Justice. And I said, God damn it. Like, what I have to save money now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. I just uh, want to get them all. Yeah. And while I don't have it yet, one of the things I ordered when I was in the hospital was that Analog Duo. Okay. What is... That I... is Analog's new TurboGrafx-16 and TurboGrafx CD, like, FPGA console. You can play, like, old, like, TG shit on it. Oh, okay. uh, I mean, I doubt you've ever played a TurboGrafx. No, I have not. Yeah, I thought you've ever seen one, you know? <laughs> like, no, I've seen for... one. I just, I've never mm-hmm. played it. No. Yeah, like, there are some weird nostalgia people for that. I kind of have a little for it, but I only played like three or four games for it. Right. So, it'll be fun to play, but yeah, we'll see. But, yeah, the, uh, 
Anything else? Nah, that's about it. The the one game I haven't I should have probably beat uh this week, but I, I went to the beach and now I'm feeling the sunburn on my shoulders and neck instead. <laughs> um so I I'm probably going to between tomorrow today and tomorrow I will have Final Fantasy Beat and I just got some hunts to do and side quests because it drops like 30 side quests on you in the last before you get to the last boss. Yeah. And you know, because this game has has had such you know positive reception as we are almost a month from when it released. Uh at first the whole idea was that there was gonna be no DLC for this game, and then now you know, in this last like, week, wait a, wait a minute, yeah. we need to make money off this. So <laughs> they they released that uh, they are thinking about DLC. So uh, I'm I'll be glad to see DLC for this game. Um, you know, what they do have an out in that there is a there is a very popular Final Fantasy summon that is missing, and they mention him in the game. Uh, yeah, Cactar. Um, he would technically be one, I guess, right? But it's uh, the one that runs at you with the knife, isn't the it? The Tonberry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Tonberry just didn't work for this sort of setting. Uh, but the uh, Leviathan, obviously, talking about they they call him Leviathan, the Lost in the game, so it's not like he's not talked about. But yeah. he's the only big summon that's really missing. So they could go that route and make a whole story about him, I guess. Uh, obviously, they could flesh out some more of the characters' backstories because you get stuff with the characters when you complete certain side quests towards the end of the game, but obviously you still got story that's missing there. Um, so it would be interesting. Uh, I don't know if they would go the route of maybe making it a little bit different if or or just make it more of a cohesive thing and it's just dlc i don't know what they're going to wind up doing i hope they don't do the final fantasy 15 route where they try to do a story for everybody and then halfway down the line they don't get to complete it so uh if they do do something i hope it's something cohesive and whether you use the whole party or not just don't dangle it down to where we're sitting here waiting for a i don't trust them the way i trust nintendo and monolith soft with with xenoblade that they would actually complete the thing um yeah final fantasy 7's thing notwithstanding uh, it has a lot of positive press but we don't know if this thing drops big time in sales and it doesn't sell enough for them to keep doing the dlc so i really don't want to go uh through that again but i'm glad that they uh announced that they are doing it i'd imagine some kind of even harder mode is going to be in the works because there's people there's a lot of people complaining that even Final Fantasy mode, which is locked behind beating the game the first time, it's not really that hard. All they did was put uh, the HP bars longer. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they'll do something like Kingdom Hearts with the no crit mode or something like that. Um, you know what? They 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 have a few things I'm sure because you know Devil May Cry is the influence. You know that they have different hard modes. So yeah, like one hit kill yeah. or you know some, or no. Yeah, no they could do that as well. Like that. So, I, I don't think, I don't think yeah. they're thinking big enough for this for this DLC stuff, man. What? They need to do what they need to do is Knights of the Round, where they have thirteen individual DLC episodes you have to buy in order <laughs> to to get the materia for it to fully fully function. You got you got to go through all these storylines. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. 
what we need here for that. But yeah. I just wanted to throw that out while we're talking about games we're playing. Uh, they are going to be at some point making Final Fantasy 16 DLC. Will it come out by the time we get to the end of this year? No. I guess we'll figure it out. <laughs> Oh, um, I mean, it's well, only... no, because sometimes, you know, you talk about the fact that you're doing it and then you, you find out that they were already working on it for a while. Right. So, uh, yeah, yeah it's probably going to be like Elden Ring where it'll come out like in the middle of next like that. I mean, I don't Elden know. Ring DLC hasn't come out yet. So, well, no, I'm <laughs> saying like Elden Ring, they obviously were not thinking about DLC at first and they made DLC because the game was so well received. This is kind of the same in the same vein they're doing it because of that so uh you know it's it's good that they're doing it plus i don't think you need to be releasing 16 dlc when you're releasing a whole freaking final Fantasy 7 rebirth that that's the well. thing i was gonna <laughs> so, yeah, like, I, I don't think they want to cannibalize those sales i mean yeah not cannibalize them but you know draw interest away from yeah give them give them space right yeah it's the same thing of like i really don't know why we needed to release the ever crisis beta in the middle of people are still playing 16 because then a lot of people have no idea this beta even is there yeah. and you didn't give them time to kind of, okay, I've had enough. I've had no final fantasy for a while. Oh, let me have final fantasy again. You're like smashed a bunch of final fantasy together. And it's like, I love it, but a lot of people can't play both. Um, right. So I actually haven't played any more of the beta since last week. So, uh, I really probably should check it out again before uh, that we get to the end. I don't even know when they're going to release the rest of it. But um, yeah, that, that's that's it for that. Let's get into uh, the news here. And of course, obviously, you got to start off with the biggest story of this week, which has been the biggest story of the entire year, which is, thank God, is almost to the end because I'm tired of talking about it. And Tomba getting released? No, no. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But yeah. um that's the biggest yes, news this, story to me, damn it. <laughs> this, this Sony, uh, Sony uh, has finally signed the 10-year deal to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation after Judge Corley, you know, denied the FTC's injunction request and then also denied the request to uh, appeal it as well. So uh, now Microsoft could technically try to close the deal before Tuesday. They are running into a snag with the CMA has decided to extend their... Uh, decision on if they're going to take microsoft's like new proposal um yeah for another six weeks so don't know if microsoft's still going to try to close or they're going to or if they already renegotiated with activision because technically by tomorrow at some point uh or today if you're listening or by now they will have had to pay activision like three billion uh if they don't uh, close the deal by tomorrow, but it looks like that's not going to probably happen because it wouldn't make sense to close the deal over the UK and then you still have to deal with the thing with the CMA. So, even though Microsoft said that they may even sell off their cloud gaming rights in the UK to kind of help that go through. So, we'll see what they wind up deciding. But the thing was that we found out during this whole trial, you know, Jim Ryan talked about his stuff and everything, is that this deal of originally included all Activision Blizzard game or Activision. I don't know about Blizzard because most of that's on PC, but uh, Activision, I guess some Activision Blizzard, right? Like uh, Overwatch and that. It was going to include all of them, 
And then because Jim Ryan started fighting so much against the deal and everything, and he made it about Call of Duty, Microsoft also made the deal about Call of Duty and only Call of Duty. Uh, so it could mean that all the other Activision Blizzard games are exclusive to Xbox. I kind of assume that. <laughs> um, do you think that Jim Ryan ended up hurting PlayStation by fighting too much on this instead? I mean, I guess it depends on if Microsoft ever said, like, hey, if they ever said, like, oh, we'll make the next Crash Bandicoot will, will be multi-platform. And then Jim yeah. Ryan said, you know, screw off. And then it's like, okay, we're just gonna make it for Xbox. That would have hurt it. But given how Microsoft fucked up with, uh, you know, id, well, not id, but uh, ZeniMax, you know, Starfield and presumably Elder Scrolls Six. like, I don't. I never anticipated anything else from Activision being multi-platform, unless they right, like, had, unless they like right. had to be for some reason. Right, and there are reports also that Jim Ryan tried to make it more than just about Activision Blizzard. He wanted everything. He wanted everything that Xbox owned uh, from Bethesda, Zenimax, and Activision to go back to being on PlayStation. So he went from okay, I'm wanting too much to. I'm fighting too much and I was going to get something to getting nothing. And I do feel like, okay, I get it. You got to stand up for your shareholders. You got to stand up for your company. You can't let Microsoft just kind of, oh, I'm going to take the biggest prize that there is in gaming, which again, I think people are still not seeing that the, the biggest prize that they got out of this was getting, they now own Candy Crush. Um, not necessarily that they own Call of Duty, but now it's a 10 year deal, right? And because of the way this went, could you really see? Well, first of all, we don't know where Call of Duty is going to be in ten years. Could it really still be the same game, the same dominance that it's had for all these other years? Do you think that it'll still be on PlayStation when we get to the eleventh year? Do you think they'll renegotiate, or do you think by then Call of Duty won't mean as much and it won't matter? For... I think they'll renegotiate, but obviously at that time Microsoft will be able to take a much harder line or stance against them if they want to. Right. Uh, I think it'll still be dominant, or maybe not as as dominant, but it'll still be like number one or number two seller for. There are too many people who play Call of Duty for that to go really go away, at least for now. I mean, who knows? About yeah. ten years from now, it'll it might be. You know, everyone's playing Roblox two and Five Nights at Freddy's fifty four or whatever. But <laughs> uh, you know, we'll see. Maybe we'll have had a Minecraft two by then. Yeah, <laughs> still mining. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I, I I do wonder about that. If you know, that Sony's going hardcore with this live service thing. They they talked about how they're investing so much uh, this week in in trying to push that because they want to find this thing that works for them where they don't need Call of Duty, right? They don't yeah. need any uh, from Microsoft. So time to bring back SOCOM. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I talked about it with Daniel, but obviously, you know, you know, you weren't on. Shoot. Yeah. Do you do you think that this is going to cost Sony to do something, or it should? I mean, yeah. uh, but up to, if it does, I mean, the Call of Duty uh, competitors are pretty weak. You know, Battlefield is a good example of for like three and four, it came out pretty strong. They weren't equal, but. They were competitive enough, but, mm -hmm. you know, ever since, like, 1912 or whatever the fuck that one was, 
Like it's just been a slow, depressing decline. Yeah, the last one was not well received at all. The twenty forty two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, holy hell. Uh, so, I mean, Sony does have franchises, not quite the uber militaristic ones, but you no, know, they they could bring back Resistance maybe, or uh, what's the other one, Killzone. But you know, now they have you know Mythic. I mean, Mythic. Uh, you know, Marathon. Bungie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not that's not an exclusive game, but you have to imagine it might, you know, maybe they the might get exclusive game. stuff in it that, yeah, or the next game Bungie makes will be. <laughs> well, I mean, Bungie has said they don't want anything of theirs being exclusive, but they, they could provide exclusive content or exclusive items or whatever, like PlayStation has been getting with Call of Duty. So, I mean, this is a few weeks old, and I'm sure you already talked about it, but that story about microsoft buying old companies yeah. you know we could we should buy sega or we should buy Supergiant, and then the, we should buy bungie was hysterical <laughs> yeah uh i mean no but remember the one with bungie they actually were in talks with them and then yeah. sony came through and said hey hey uh how about over here you know the company you haven't worked with yet and well how crazy would that have been if they bought bungie again you know, yeah, that's a, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. well, we got this franchise called Halo. I want you to take a crack at it again. Yeah, can't, can y'all can y'all save this franchise for us again? <laughs> you know, um, I don't know if you saw the rumor, but like, there's some rumor that like the last Halo, uh, the next Halo game, we the last Halo game, assuming it doesn't sell because like the franchise is just too battered. I the thing is like people like have this the weird. I talked about it with Daniel. We had this weird view of. Acting like Halo Infinite was a bad game. It wasn't a bad game. The story mode was really good. It's just yeah, the multiplayer has suffered so badly that, because they went. That's, I mean, that's the problem, though, yeah. is they don't care about, oh, hey, we made a kick ass eight hour, hey, good, you know, story, storyline campaign. It's like, no, we want this game to be the only FPS game people play. And okay, they should have never time. taken that route. It's like because... there's not enough content for that to actually happen, and then it's not good enough for that to happen anyway. So, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got to think about like the reason why people are playing the stuff from the Master Chief Collection, if they still are, is because those are the old Halo multiplayer games. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's just so much multiplayer out there now. It's like really hard to people for you to expect that. Oh, the name a game Halo with the name comes out where immediately everybody's going to stop what they already play and play that. It's it's just not always feasible for that to happen. I, I really think that, I mean, people didn't like loot boxes. I don't like season passes. In, or at least, I mean, if you're buying, I'm talking like the season pass of like, you know, Call of Duty or, you know, Diablo, where it's like, oh, I have to play this thing for 200 hours to complete this pass. It's like, no, or I could not. I mean, Look yeah. at Overwatch 2. I don't care. Oh, and then another pass comes, and you got to do it again. And another yeah. Pass, you know, and it, it like, feels I'm, like I'm this never-ending... Yeah, it's like, the, it's, like a, it's like the hamster wheel. And it's like, yeah, I don't... That's not good game design to me, because I want to play a new shit. I don't just want to, you know, run that's the That's the problem, and... though. It's, it's not about the game design. It's about the, how do we keep people playing? How do we keep them yeah, that's, feeling that's like why... they're entertained? I mean, think about like Halo yeah. One. Halo One didn't have, didn't even like barely had online or didn't even have online multiplayer. It had no, system. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, think, system think about like how uh, big that was back then. 
always knew, but people didn't feel like this just constant treadmill of, oh, I, I killed eight, 80 players with a headshot. Now I unlocked a new Master Chief head or, you know, helmet. Like, woo it, yeah, gameplay, it was about let's play this over and over with my friends and have fun, you know. Yeah, the gameplay was yeah. the reward in and of itself, not a means to get some stupid cosmetic item. Yeah, or some kind of glory or I mean the glory's always been there, right? People want to be on the top of the leaderboards or I mean that's or, competitive you know, at least. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I have to kill five hundred players with, with the uh SMG to get this armor color so like that's the last thing i'm missing in a battle pass it's great i guess i can do yeah. this for two oh months and then i get to have the little thing that says i completed the battle pass on my on my yeah. uh you know achievement thing or whatever it's like okay i guess i mean look i guess for people that are really into that it's it is a uh a status level or whatnot but I, halo was never that kind of game i don't know why they needed to make it be that kind of trend that's and, where they see every, every other game as. And, so, and, like, and then you also, the problem is you had people that weren't experienced with that. Yeah. Trying to make it into that and it, it didn't work. And now you're having to Halo season four, I think came out and nobody even knew that it existed because no one cares at that point. So there were other Microsoft things that happened in this week. Uh, one that's kind of sad because it was weird. Like, he literally said, "Oh, I'm I'm leaving. I'm done with my vacation. I'm gonna go back to doing what I do." And the next thing is a post from Larry Herb, uh, aka Major Nelson, who's been with Xbox for 22 years. Think about that. If you're any kind of an Xbox fan, you probably know who he is. Yeah. Um, talk about being the hype man for Xbox, the guy that was on all those inside Xbox shows. The guy, anything when you had to do. Where where you wanted some kind of like he was the front facing person uh, for Xbox and like to see that it's an end of an era like he is really going to take a step back and do something else and it just is really like a shock because it felt like wow at the time where Microsoft finally might make that jump into with everything they've acquired and all that to to make a push and now you know. Major Nelson's not going to be a part of that. And it's kind of weird. I got the solution. Kevin Butler. Um, but, you know, poor one out for, for Major Nelson. Always loved him, you know, growing up and watching him do his thing. And it's going to be weird listening to that, X, that Xbox podcast and he's not on it. Um, I don't know if he's going to wind up doing some kind of, being some kind of higher position with them or. He's just going to completely retire. Or what yeah, it's like he kind of just wanted out entirely. So. Yeah. I mean, listen, 20, 20, 22 years doing anything, especially kind of being, again, the front-facing person of Xbox, aside from Phil Spencer and and a few of the other people, Sarah Bond and all that, um, that takes his toll as well. So uh, I guess for him, he kind of felt like, okay, this is a good time to step away and Maybe we have other people carry it on uh, after this. Uh, another thing that kind of came as a surprise because we really didn't know that this was in development at all, uh, but it kind of feels like it's about time that this existed because they tried to do this before, but they wanted you to pay double for it to push you into Game Pass. Now you are officially being pushed into Xbox Game Pass if you have Xbox Live Gold, except for it's a different tier, it's called Game Pass Core, 
it's still $10 a month US or your equivalent of wherever you live. Um, you'll get 25 select Game Pass games, which eventually is going to grow to more. Um, uh, there's a list here. Like, you know, you get uh, Fallout 4, Fable Anniversary, Doom Eternal, like all the almost a lot of Bethesda stuff. Uh, Gears 5, Halo 5, Halo Wars 2. So you're not getting everything. Like, you're not going to get, like, all the Halos, all the gears. So uh, basically, they're giving you, like, a little taste and trying to get you to move up yeah. uh, a tier. The thing that's weird to me is why wouldn't you go ahead and add that in to Xbox Game Pass regular? Because then you only get Xbox Game Pass regular. You don't have gold included. And so what happens there? Um, it's weird. Like it's, it's really weird that that is a thing. I get they're trying to push everybody into ultimate, which ultimately may be what they're trying to do. Right. How long do you think before there isn't an Xbox Game Pass console and it's just Xbox Game Pass core and ultimate? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I I think it's not going to last very long. Like, I think the whole this doesn't make sense is going to kind of... I don't think they're going to do the Sony thing and try to carry three... uh, three skews going forward it doesn't make sense it just doesn't make yeah. sense you're making it too complicated um and i know you don't care about the the subscription stuff or whatever but um no i heard you shit talking me last week <laughs> i was not shit talking i was saying this is what you, this literally what what you you said you don't care about this stuff so um this starts september 14th by the way i should note and they're going to be added like new titles two to three times a year, but I don't know. This seems like why have this just give people the option of you have everything except for you get PC and cloud by paying five more dollars or seven more dollars or whatever it is. And, and the EA play as well. And then give them the one that's everything else. I don't, I don't know why we need to have this separation for what amounts to $2. Because like, they, they like you just said, they want you to get on the expensive one. So having a service that only has like twenty five games on it, and say like, that's not a ton, you know. Yeah, and it's, I know. Especially for if it's like their more popular games, it's like I'm sure most of the people have already played a good chunk of that crap already. So, so it's like, well, I can finish up the seven or eight games that I haven't played yet, and then hey, I can upgrade to the next tier and get you know five hundred more games. And, yeah, and I mean, this does also end the Xbox uh, Gains for Gold, Gains with Gold thing. So I mean, it's been on life support for <laughs> years. Yes, but it's about time that it ends because for the longest time, they didn't care about it. Um, yeah. They were literally putting like the the barest of the barest right. games on there. And it was really just a thing that you could say, oh, okay, cool, I'm getting this. Sometimes they had some decent stuff, but it's been a while since they had some. I mean, the PS Plus stuff at least is, still works pretty well. Oh, yeah, you the know? PS Plus stuff is still really good. And look at this uh, this month, uh, Alan Wake Remastered. Call of Duty. Uh, <laughs> the Black last Ops. Call of Duty that will ever appear. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, well, the other game, I can't remember. Right. But all three of them were good games. So, or yeah. great games, even. So, and that's... That's pretty great that PS Plus, PlayStation has continued to support that, even though they could easily just be like, oh, no, we're going to put all of our great stuff on the 
premium and extra tier and they're not doing that so yeah yeah just okay if if uh just know if you have gold starting september 14th they're gonna move you into game pass and you'll count as a game pass subscriber which is the same thing ps plus did when they killed ps now and just made everything ps plus so i don't know how much this is going to help microsoft to be able to inflate those numbers and say hey we have 70 million subscribers or whatever now or 80 million or however many it is um well at that yeah. point you just see it as a, a cute accounting trick so it's like that's not you're not fooling anyone you know <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean sony did too so i don't blame them in a way and again it's consolidation in this way is not bad because they've been needing to get people off of gold for a long time just get everybody on game pass yeah what it is uh, that's what you want anyway like um the fact that if if people haven't noticed there's actually it's not called xbox game pass anymore it's just called game pass so it makes me wonder i i saw someone make a note about or make a tweet and it kind of resonated with me of like you know what he actually may not be wrong and he was basically mentioning uh i guess i should give him credit garrett atkins he was mentioning that the whole xbox brand may be going away that the brand is going to be game pass and it's just going to be called game pass i mean at that point why well, have a console and just put it on ps5 <laughs> well ps5 doesn't want it right that's why they made their whole but okay yeah. if microsoft said hey we're going to drop the xbox console we want to put our shit on your console sony would be like all right you know no problem <laughs> Yeah, but they don't want to be giving Microsoft a cut of everything that goes into Game Pass and all that other stuff. So, like, they don't want to be doing that. That's yeah, the whole point better. of this thing. It's better than the yeah. direct, you know, the even if Microsoft only has a like 20% of the market share, better than the direct competition that they have now. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's like, that's the thing is my, my, my thought was, too, of like, okay, I can get it from the perspective of, okay, your service is called Game Pass. Okay, eventually you're going to have the little stick that you plug into the TV. You're going to call that the Game Pass something. But I don't know about the console, man. That's always an Xbox to me. Like, you're going to call that, the, what, the Game Pass box? Like, No, they're going to call it the direct Xbox. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you know what? That was good. I yeah. Liked um, but, uh, yes. That, it's just an interesting thought of, could they do it? not gonna say no he could he he might totally be right in a couple of years the whole brand may be gone but i don't know i feel like if you're gonna get into a situation where you're competing and you're saying you're gonna you want to maybe not win but you want to make your own niche in the market i don't know uh, you, losing that name which still means something to people, kind of weird but who knows who knows and in, in the time that's still yet to come it could be different yeah um that being said, let's move on to some retro stuff here. A lot of retro stuff uh, this week. Some sad ones, sad news, though, which I worry about. We were already seeing this trend anyway, but how much more this means this trend is going to happen with a UK supermarket uh, revealing that they are uh, named Tesco is no longer going to be selling physical games. They have 2,800 locations around the UK, and as soon as their stock runs out, that's it. No more physical games. We've seen, uh, if you've gone into a Walmart recently, uh, maybe not Best Buy, but Walmart, 
for sure. Their stack of video games has gotten smaller and smaller. Uh, they're focusing more on the accessories and those kind of things. See, the Walmart's uh, by me and like Best Buy. It, Walmart actually still is pretty good for games. Best Buy sucks. Uh, oh, okay. But there's a grocery store, a grocery chain by me called Meyer, which pretty much has done the same thing. Like, they still technically have games, but it, it's so like barely stocked that it's kind of a joke. Like five years ago, they, you know, they had like the mini SNES and, you know, like normal displays of games and every story's remodeled since then pretty much. And it's like barely like two shelves. So this isn't like hugely surprising, I guess. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But I'm sure for you as a like physical collector, it doesn't yeah, like that kind of. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like married to it physical collecting or you know physical games like i get obviously i get digital codes for games all the time you know i'm not going to go buy i got a code code for AEW. i'm not going to go run out and buy a physical copy of that thing but given the choice i'd probably like physical but either or is more or less fine the one exception is probably zelda because you can do some more fun things with like the physical copy of that game than the digital one okay fair enough and like uh, for me, for me, it's more like a problem of like revisions or updates. Like if I could download like the original copy of a game and then say, "Hey, I will update this later," I should you know that'd be that'd do a lot for me personally. But it's like no, you can only download the, the updated version, the the fixed version. It's like no, I want the busted one from before where <laughs> had had like plenty item duplication glitches. So I could just have like infinite money. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah, I think that's an interesting look at it of just like, why can't I have the version of the game that I want? Why do I have to update? But I get it. Like like you said, especially with Zelda with those uh, duplication glitches and stuff, they don't want you to be able to do that. So it is forced to update. It but the thing everybody. about Zelda, I mean, Call of Duty or like Overwatch 2, I can understand because, hey, they're like always online games or Diablo 4. Well, like Zelda is a single player game. Like, who cares if I ruin it for myself? Like, yeah, but Nintendo's always been like that. They want you to have yeah. that way to play the game. All right. They are, they are that old in that way. Just, no, we intended for you to play the game this way. This is, uh, should be doing. But listen, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if by the time we get to the PlayStation 6 and Xbox, whatever. Uh, if there is an Xbox, whatever, and then, uh, well, the Nintendo Switch 2 or whatever that's going to be is coming pretty quickly, so that, that won't affect it. But, yeah, by the time we get the PlayStation 6, I would imagine that the, the amount of physical games that you buy is going to be very small. Right. Uh, only, like, the totally brand new releases are going to be there. They're going to be taking, sw swapping stuff out really fast. What you're going to be able to buy there is accessories, which, listen, uh, I think there's never been more of a time where Xbox and PlayStation both, and Nintendo for that matter, make money off accessories. Uh, how many freaking versions of Xbox controllers are out there? You can design your own controllers, for God's sake. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, it's those are collectibles. It's it they've made it they've made that into a into collectibles. You know, it's not just Funkos and action figures like controllers are now collectibles as well, which is 
different. I mean, they always have been, even back to like the N64, N64 era. Right, like, but it feels like more now. It's like let's we've always had the collector edition console, right? We've always, but now it feels like we're moving away from that, and it's more about okay, let's have the special controller, let's have the special headset, yeah, know, that kind of thing. Um, unless you have like a whole maximum collector's edition, which obviously that's just a way to get people to feel like you made something out the physical, but still. Uh, speaking of more retro things, uh, Sonic Team. Uh, is saying that they may do more remakes and reboots of older Sonic titles because of uh, the way, you know, the last Sonic is sold and just it seems to be, you know, with the Sonic movies and everything, uh, Sonic's kind of in right now as a big Sonic fan. Oh, yeah. Mark, dude. Are you, uh, Sonic's in the HD. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, that'd be interesting. Yeah. It, it depends on what game they're talking about. Like, Sonic is so fragmented. Like, they just can't remake, like, Sonic 2 and go, here you go. Even though right. that new Sonic game kind of looks like that, which looks kind of terrible. Or, like, looks like... It doesn't look like Sonic Mania, which is the one everyone liked. Right. Um, I mean, they could try to remake the bad Sonic game, the Sonic Adventure, but they would have to do... They'd have to change so much about, like, that game that it wouldn't... It would, like, barely even resemble the old thing. So they should just make yeah. new ones. Uh, well, they said they are going to still make new ones, but yeah, I mean, make Sonic Frontier or Sonic Frontiers 2 or you know, whatever the hell they're going to do. But like, there's a reason that Mario doesn't really remake it, or like Nintendo doesn't like, remake old Mario games or you know, remaster them. Like, you don't see like here's Super Mario World HD and like stuff like Mario RPG is more like the exception rather than the rule. And but even still, that, Mario RPG is a spin-off game of Mario. It's not Mario proper. Well, right? that's also a game... Yeah. I want to talk about that in a second. That's also a game that people have been clamoring for like 30 mm-hmm. to 20 years. Yeah. You know, so everyone always wanted that. So they're like, okay, fine, I guess we'll do it. I, about Mario RPG, maybe I missed something. Did they announce that Square was working on it? No, they're not. So Square's not involved in this, it seems like. Uh, they, I think they have people from Square that are like overseeing. If I'm okay, right? Like, but watched, it's not. I watched that trailer and I was like, "There's no like company logo on this, or no, you yeah, know." That's hey, what I noticed too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. okay. Because I, I, I would be more curious about like if Nintendo just gets Mario RPG or you know Nintendo paid off Square and go like, "Okay, now we own this one," because that was originally a co, a co owned game or franchise right so um i don't know but there was no square enix logo there was no uh at all i mean yeah no i'm just saying there's there was no mention of square enix at all in that trailer by nintendo at all all i've heard is that there are people from square enix kind of helping oversee and giving people the like, oh, this is this should be in here, this shouldn't kind of thing. Right. But I mean, it still looks my, awesome to me. I'm I'm excited. That that'll, that'll be my game of the year. <laughs> yeah, they picked uh, one hell of a time to have it come out too. Like the same weekend, you know, that time in in November, and then just uh, or no, it is October. No, now I can't remember. But yeah, then you get Mario Wonder coming out the same day as Spider Man Two, and it's like. Nintendo just does not give a flying crap. They will just put their game out 
whenever they feel like it, and they know that game is going to sell like crazy. So it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, but Sonic, on the other hand, not always been the case. Uh, let's see what they decide to remaster and reboot. Also, but, like there, there are so many like bad Sonic games out there that yeah, even the good ones, just people don't have a ton of affinity for anymore. You know that the freaking Sonic Adventure games are probably going to get rebooted or remade or something. And they were like, I, they were bad then, and they'll be worse now. You know, yeah. so <laughs> we'll see how how are they going to do the was it the Chio or Chow? Yeah, the Chow. Yeah, no, that'll be easy because that'll just be like. Download the Chow app on your yeah. smartphone and then raise it, raise a little fucker on that. And then, you know, here's the QR code or here's the code you can enter in. Yeah, to get put it on your game. Uh, let's... Like, I, my one Sonic Adventure memory, which I think is funny, I remember playing that game before it came out. For some reason, like, we had EV games. Like, they had copies of Dreamcast that were like the Japanese mm-hmm. model and they were selling them. And they're like, this won't play American games. This was like late July or maybe even August of, you know, 1999. But I had Sonic on it, Sonic Adventure. And I'm like, okay, the Sonic part of this looks fine. And then when the game finally came out, it's like, okay, the Sonic part is still kind of fine. But then there are five other parts that kind of suck or are varying quality, let's just say. Yeah. That's an issue. (laughs) Definitely is. Agree there. Um... But let's man, ha- yeah. Go ahead, sorry. No, I was gonna say, let's no, get into some happy retro game news. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's get into some cool retro game news that I think a lot of people didn't. We weren't expecting to get all of this stuff at this limited run showcase. Um, and man, they announced a lot of stuff here. Uh, some of it I don't really. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna act like I know uh, what it don't is. Don't worry, I, I, I can but, fill you in. <laughs> okay. Um, I will say that one of the uh, I. I love um, I love Cosmic Star Heroine, and uh, Robert Zaboyd, who made that game, also made another great RPG uh, called This Way Madness Lies, which had not been released on consoles. Only, and they had a trailer for this, and it's going to come to Switch and PS5 eventually. Uh, so I'm happy that that is is coming. Uh, obviously, you hit me up and we're like. Tomba, yes, it's happening. It's, yeah, it's uh, only, it's only. Game. You've been, uh, yeah. I swear, hold on. You've been. I don't know why that. I swear, I put it on mute, and then it still decides I want to play. But um, you, I've been like talking about this game. I feel like since we've done the podcast, you always mention Tomba, and then here we are. Yep. Uh, they're making this thing. Yep, it'll be nice for you to finally play it. I think it's a it's a good like Metroidvania, uh, not even like that. It's almost like a quasi RPG because there there is like experience and like levels and uh, that'd be cool. I mean, I'll buy whatever stupid two hundred dollar version of that they'll make. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really cool to see uh, limited run. Like they there was a worry that when they got bought by Embracer, would they still be able to do this kind of thing, uh, or they'd be able to do more of it? And it's it looks like they got to do a lot here because there's a lot of games in this. But yeah, Tomba is kind of uh, well, the big one, one of those. Yeah, the the big one just Tomba to me. Uh, let's see, Gargoyles Remastered might be cool, but that was kind of a bad game. I remember from like way back in the day. So we'll see how that happens. Like some of these games are bad, which I think is like really funny. <laughs> yeah, 
It's like, a, it's almost like there's an irony to them putting these games in like that game. Jurassic Park games collection or classic games collection. Like I watched the interview with uh, MVG. He's like the guy who's like you know he's the project man director. Yeah. And he's like, oh, we're doing the. I think he said like this NES and the SNES Genesis games. And it's like yeah, ONGB and uh, Game Boy. Yeah, Game Boy. And it's like I ought to raise my hand and go, hey, what about Genesis? You know the Jurassic Park games that people gave a shit about. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's kind of right. Uh, huh? Gex as well, the Gex trilogy. That those yeah. games weren't necessarily that great either. But no, here we well, are. here's here's the thing. Gex one is I don't think it's a good game. It's like a two D platformer. Yeah. Gex two and three, they are pretty naked, like Mario sixty four clones, and they yeah. have incredibly dated references, but they're not bad. They're no like Bubsy or no, you know, no. Glover or shit like, or, you know, Croc. It's like Gex had something at least kind of going for or had a unique hook, you know? Yeah, another one I was excited for is getting to see Clock Tower is going to come back. Or you're not yeah, excited yeah. for Plumbers Don't Wear Ties? No. I, I really no. don't know what. I never uh, played that game, so I don't know. <laughs> it, it is like a notorious FMV game from like the 30O. Yeah, that was like trying to be adult, but like fails at every level. Oh, okay, so has... like Leisure Suit Larry, but well, it's like not... FMV, but like it's still photo FMV. <laughs> like, so they just oh, took like God. photos of people, and they would have like voiceover over it. And I was like, this is great. I told Yenza, he was like, I'm not on board that. Like, the day they announced they released that, I'm buying it. I mean, I'm pre-ordering that one. <laughs> yeah, they uh, also announced our that. Uh, the original Shantae, I think, is also going to come in as well. Like, yeah, a lot of good stuff. The, the the one weird game, I'm looking at a list now of all their stuff, is, to me, it's El Shada. El Shada, El Shaddai, yeah. Because it's like, that game ain't that old. No, it's And not. I think they just made, like, a remastered version of it, like, the last generation ago. Yes. I mean, unless they're just making that... Unless well, they're just making, like, because they, I think, didn't they have, like problems where they couldn't release it for a while i got into some kind of legal fight maybe i yeah. mean this this could be like just a uh you know here's our physical copy of it uh you know here you go because they I mean, they do that also yeah yeah i mean you can you can buy that game right now on steam for 30 bucks or <laughs> yep but but yeah this is cool i'll, I'll buy tomba for sure i may buy maybe gex <laughs> Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think. They also had a, the Ninja Turtles soundtrack selection, which that's cool too. Yeah, if it wasn't um, all vinyl shit, you know. Yeah, I really hate game vinyl. You know, here's a, here's a soundtrack. It's only on vinyl. It's like, okay, how about if you fuck off with that and make a CD? You know, <laughs> oh, uh, CDs are not in anymore. Who has? Yeah, I know. Till uh, at the ends. <laughs> yeah, people like us that live in that. I still have my CD case in my car that I never listened to, but it's there. And <laughs> like, um, it's I just, bought, we're so to the digital. One of the things I bought in the, well, I got delivered it from my house was the six CD soundtrack for Fire Emblem, Three Hopes or Three Heroes, Three Houses. Oh, nice. Sorry. Yeah. And it has like a, a DVD that I can't use at all. <laughs> Why? It's like region locked to Asia or to Japan. Oh, okay. I mean, I can, I can get around it if I really tried, but I have like no energy for that right now. So, fair enough. Um, 
Yeah, but I'm glad the Limit Run did this, and there's gonna be some cool things. Definitely, I'll probably uh, get Clock Tower and uh, this way Madness Lies. I don't. I'll probably pick up Tumba just to have that experience. I mean, Tumba will be like fifteen and twenty bucks, and at that price, it is like very worth picking up. If it's okay. like sixty, like no. <laughs> I hope none of this stuff is sixty. It really shouldn't be, but. I imagine uh, they'll do like the digital copy. I think some of the stuff will be 60, but that's just because that's how kind of limited run works is they have like a cheaper digital ver- version, like a 60 to $70 physical version. And then like the $200, you know, super limited version. I finally got a Castlevania uh, limited run thing from them when I was in the hospital also. Oh, finally you got that. Yeah. It is small. I I wasn't. I thought it'd be like big, but no, it's fucking small as shit. And I was like, "What's this?" <laughs> one one uh, thing I'll mention. Uh, go, go ahead. On. Sorry. No, no, go no, ahead. I, I mean, I got a bunch of packages, and I was in the hospital because I was ordering a bunch of dumb shit online. The one of the coolest things I ordered was the first, basically the first three seasons of Power Rangers on Blu-ray. So it's like. I don't know, 140 episodes of Power Rangers on six Blu-rays, and it is awesome. <laughs> it's in That's German, great. but oh, you can select in English. German. Well, you can select English, and it's it's fine, you know. Okay. <laughs> but Germany don't care, and they're a better country for it because they still have like a good, robust media library or system going on over there. <laughs> Fair enough. There. Um. Yeah. So. That being said, we have a few uh, quick hits to get through here. Uh, mostly all PlayStation stuff. Uh, the PS5 Access Controller goes on sale uh, pre- for pre-order on July 21st for 90 bucks if you're in the U.S. Uh, that's on the PlayStation Store only. You can pre-order and then it goes on global so December 6th. Again, this is uh, really awesome that PS5 is doing this or Sony's doing the Access controller. Uh, you know, Microsoft's been doing it with Xbox for a while. Uh, glad to see Sony kind of finally accept that. I don't know if you have a anything no, to say I on that. Evident. I don't have anything. It looks. I think it looks better than the Xbox One. Uh, but I don't know about the actual functionality. I mean, I'm not disabled yeah. like that. I mean, I know they had like disabled people helping with it, so that you know, good for them or good on them. And also, we had uh, Evan Wells retired or is going to retire at the end of the year um, from Naughty Dog. He's the co-president. Uh, currently, this means that Neil Druckmann will be the president, uh, sole president at the time. There'll be other people stepping up, obviously, uh, to fill other roles. Um, but, yeah, end of an era as well on the PlayStation side. Yeah. I, I'm kind of uh, curious what Naughty Dog does, does next, you know. They said that technically there is a not – last of us related thing that they're working on which is their like new project so we'll see uh what I'm that winds up being charted five or whatever the, the number they're on now <laughs> and then the playstation plus extra premium stuff for the month uh if you haven't played it takes two yet it's gonna be on there a freaking fantastic game go play it uh one of mark's favorite games snow runner yep uh on there um undertale freaking classic the Ascent, pretty good. Um, Sniper Elite 5. Yeah, just favorite uh, game. <laughs> Dynasty Warriors 9. Um, even My Little Pony, A Merry Time for Bay Adventure, if you wanted to play that. 
And, and then those are two franchises that should combine as Dynasty Warriors and My Little Pony. Definitely. They had the fighting game, the unofficial fighting game that yeah. had My Little Pony characters, so why not? Uh, and then the the uh, classics, just in time for that Peacock show to come out, uh, Twisted Metal and Twisted Metal 2, along with Gravity Crush, Crash Portable. So never what, got to play Twisted th- Metal games. What do you think of that Twisted Metal? Did you talk about that? I trailer? haven't watched the newest trailer yet. I heard that that one kind of redeemed the other stuff, supposedly. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> what, you don't think it did? Uh, I think it's really weird that they have Will Arnett voicing Sweet Tooth. Why? Because Samoa Joe can talk. <laughs> Not like. And, and you know what? Samoa Joe actually is a pretty funny guy. You just, they just don't yeah, give him that I mean, credit. It, it, <laughs> I mean, if it was just like stunt guy being Sweet Tooth, it'd be like, fine, whatever. But they got a recognizable dude as Sweet Tooth. Let him, you know, it's the same thing with like uh, the Hellboy movie, like the two movies. Like the first Hellboy yeah. movie, they had David Hyde Pierce voice Abe Sapien. And the second one is Doug Jones because he was like the actual dude in the costume. <laughs> yeah, it's just like uh, people are not people, but uh, they're noticing that there's a lot less viewership for the witcher and it's like oh it couldn't be because people know that um henry cavill's Cavill's not gonna be back you know like they know it's gonna be a different guy playing like it's not gonna be the same so maybe the hype is not right um, you know but i don't know i mean i kind of get it a lot of people don't if you're not a wrestling fan you don't really know who samoa joe is sure but i don't think a ton of people would necessarily know who Will Arnett is either. Oh, <laughs> he, he doesn't sound like Will Arnett. I mean, he doesn't sound, you know, like he typically does, even or like Batman or something. I mean, I would hope not. Like, not everybody needs to be doing the Seth Rogen thing when you do a character. Like, actually try to oh, play the character, you know? I'll just, I'll just bane yourself, you know, saying yeah, fuck yeah, it. Like, yeah, basically just like, he's just like, ah, fuck it, who cares? Like, that's just who I am. And you gotta deal with it. It's like, um, I don't know. Try maybe acting. try. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'll watch that Twisted Metal show, I guess, for a little bit just to see if it's good or bad, but I don't got a ton of faith for it, necessarily. Yeah, that's fine. I can understand. Uh, And the good thing is it's on Peacock. I still get it as part of having Xfinity. They, like, did something at the last minute where they chose not to charge people. Um, So that's cool. Uh, Yeah. I think I get get it probably also. I just don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if I didn't watch uh, soccer, I probably wouldn't right. be using that that much. And I guess we're get, we're at the end of the show this week, um, as we always end the show with what's coming out this week. There's a lot of stuff coming out this week. Some of it's on the smaller side. Uh, obviously, the biggest game is Chicken 4. That's coming out on Friday on the 21st. Uh, but there's some other like decent stuff. Uh, coming like Tectonica, which is going to be in uh, early access preview, um, and that's going to be on Game Pass as well. Is like a first person like factory automation game, and it has a uh, story with it too. So uh, go check that out. This Cross Tales like RPG uh, game comes out to all platforms as well. It's kind of cool uh, from the Kenko people that are like constantly making games. It feels like. Um, Exo Primal game came out finally. Yeah, the Exo so like Primal vi- game did. 
very muted uh, reception or very I, I don't know why that oh I should have mentioned that they just announced today that Russell Quest is gonna be on Netflix. So uh, I guess if you have Netflix and you don't want to pay extra for it, you can play on Netflix. Um, speaking of, I downloaded Oxen Free 2. I have not played it yet. So next week, I will have thoughts yeah. on... I love the first game, so I will have thoughts on uh, that as well. That Sea of Thieves, Legend of Monkey Island thing comes out on the 20th. So if you've been wanting some more Sea of Thieves, you get the Monkey Island one. Uh, pretty soon uh, here as well. The city building RPG Wandering Village, which that one looks kind of cool. It's uh, I think it's coming to Game Pass. Uh, it's like the it's like a sim that's on top of a freaking dinosaur. Um, it looks every time I've seen it, it looks cool. If you have never played Might and Magic Class of Heroes, go play that game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, That'd be cool. I love that game. It's one of my favorite games of the 360 era. I still have it downloaded. I play it from time to time still. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is, still on Steam. <laughs> yes, it's still on Steam. You can get the rem- this definitive version on Steam as well, uh, but it never came to the PlayStation, I think, right? Um, or did uh, it? Maybe. It was an Ubisoft um, game, so you think, you think it would. So, but it's going to be on PS4 to, and Switch. It came to PS3 just like two years later. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what it was. It was like a big exclusive for. No, wait. It came to the PS3 at the same time as 360. Oh, but you can't play it because of the PS3 not having the backwards compatibility thing. Right. So, uh, also go check out Viewfinder. It's a cool little indie game that don't care uh, about. people should play. Did you mention Pikmin 4? I did mention Pikmin 4, okay. the first game I talked about. Oh. Dang. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, yes. I, don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I never played Pikmin. Gonna pick up but... Pikmin. Yeah. I haven't either. Like, I know now that all the games are on there, I guess. Yeah. Um, they do have a demo on the Switch. If you're like kind of don't know if you're into it or not, you play the demo and then decide for yourself. Right. Are you going to. Oh God! What game is coming out that I said? Are you going to pick it up? Uh, I think it comes out like next week. Uh, Remnant Two. Are you? Yeah. Uh, so, f- funny thing about that one. I don't know if I told you. You're gonna get Yens I, to play that with you again? <laughs> no, I, I already told Yens. I'm like, I got, I got bad news for Rave, and he was like, "What?" And I was like, "I got a, I got a code for Remnant 2. Uh Adam sent me a code, which is nice of him. Or he asked me if I was interested, and I was like, "Yep." Yeah, he sent me a code for the Steam version, which I can't run. Oh no! I don't have enough RAM. It requires sixteen mega, sixteen gigabytes, and I only got twelve. And it requires a much better video card than I have and processor. So you didn't you didn't look at it before you put it in? I didn't put it in. Well, I didn't put it in first of all. He sent me oh, he okay. emailed me the code, and then I looked at the system requirements, and I'm like, my system does not meet these requirements. And I, I sent yeah. I sent a quick message to him. I'm like, hey, bad news, you know. I, I thought it'd be like a PS5 code or PS4, you know. That's 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 what I kind of assumed. But he said I got a code in, so all right, cool. Right. So I'm hoping he can talk to someone or talk to whoever and swap it out or do something. Yeah, a lot he of times they're pretty nice about it. Yeah, I well, I didn't. I wasn't expecting a PC code. If he said I got a PC code first, I would then I would have looked into it beforehand and said I can't run this right. for PS5. I mean, it's a few weeks off, but I'm I'm a little interested in that Baldur's Gate three game. Oh, 
yeah even i'm sort of interested in it now with all the stuff that's coming and uh all the stuff that's come out about it and it looks it looks really fun um yeah. i always like the gauntlet games and all that growing up um yeah there's there's still some really oh my god this game this year is gonna be insane to try to do our top 25 let alone try to do the what the game of the year is and everything else this this game is this year has been absolutely insane and it's it's not done yet there's still a lot coming so get ready folks um that being said that's gonna be it for us here thank you so much for watching or listening to the show whichever one you did make sure you hit the like subscribe follow on the youtube channel uh you get everything we do not only just us but also with the radless folks out the cake each have to select and everything else and then uh, of course if you just go find us video games to the max on the audio side you can subscribe there anytime we do a show uh, it's there for you and yeah we'll be back next week until then see you later everybody later.